0: Hello listeners and welcome to Talk to Touch, the weekly podcast where I discuss living an LGBTQ plus life to build a strong and united community because connection starts with open conversation. I am your host, Denver Shy. What is it that you've always wanted to do but you haven't done it because you're too afraid of what other people might say or think? I know we've all got things that gosh we can all think of things that we've wanted to do with our lives places we've wanted to go people we've wanted to see projects we've wanted to start but we've waited for someone else or other people to validate that that idea is okay some folks just get on with it they just go yeah this is what I want to do and I'm doing it I don't care what you think and you know what they it just, it just get shit done. They really do. They just get stuff done. And before you know it, they are miles ahead. And it's not that life is a race because we have our own journey. Each of us are on our own path. We're all doing our own thing. We have an idea of where we want to go. Sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. But our paths aren't all the same. And we have these projects and ideas and plans of things that we want to achieve and where we want to go, but we don't get there because we're too afraid of what other people might say or think. I was speaking to one of my fellow students this week, and uh, there was a few of us in the room, and it was flipping mental. It was hilarious. We had such a boo. It was brilliant. And they were afraid about a particular nude project that they wanted to, to put in place, some piece of artwork they wanted to create but they were worried about what other people might say or think about it. And the irony with that is there is so much nude artwork out there. There's so many portraits and paintings and drawing and sculptures that feature the naked body, the nude body. And yet, despite that, this individual was afraid to create the work they wanted to create because what will other people think? I think, God, you haven't seen the artwork I'm creating. You know, there was a point where I felt the same. I think, God, you know, my drawings, really, what are people going to think? But you know what? It's what I want to create. And if people don't like it, you know what? Don't look. That's how I feel about it. And by the time we'd had the conversation, the few of us that were in the room, we were, we were all like, you know what? We all draw nude people. We all draw pictures yeah. of people in various states of undress we have um models that come in and we draw them and it happens all the time and yet despite all the different ways that we have the opportunity to do these drawings when it comes to particularly your own body because queer bodies have all sorts of oh god or so many different narratives thrown at it so many ways that People say, oh, it's wrong, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We all know the stories. We have so many experiences of people saying these things about us that even when it comes to looking at our own bodies and drawing out our ourselves, it can get quite scary and unnerving. And we're worried what people might think or what someone's gonna say. But when you think about your life, when you consider your everyday. Why are we going to wait for other people to validate who we are? Why are we going to expect them to say, oh, absolutely. Because when you think about it, someone's always going to dislike what you do, whether it's your writing, whether it's how you dress, you know, it's your body, dress how you want. When it comes to accepting ourselves and who we are, it can take a long time and it does take work. That's only because of the way society tends to treat us, whether it's people who are black and brown or people who are queer or people who have red hair. It just doesn't matter. There's always something. And you know what we think? Come on. You are living your life and you have to make your rules. This is my life. I have to make my rules. I have to decide where I want to go, what I want to do, what I want to achieve. And it does mean stepping outside of what makes other people comfortable. And that's okay. You know what? There are some things that other people do that I don't find comfortable. Am I going to say to them, no, you shouldn't create that. You shouldn't write that. You shouldn't draw that because it makes me uncomfortable. I mean, there isn't, to be honest with you, There isn't an awful lot that makes me uncomfortable. When I think about it, there really isn't an awful lot, (laughs) which is really funny. Now, apparently, about 92% of people do not achieve their, particularly like New Year goals. I mean, quite understandable, but about 92% of people don't achieve them. You might say, well, the 8% that do, they must be really special. You know, they're unique, they're strong. Sometimes I'll say to people, oh, this is what I'm doing with my time. I'm doing this and this and this and this. And then went they and like, oh my God, I'm not like you. I can't do that. You're obviously stronger than I am, etc. It's not even the truth. It really isn't the truth. If you look at the episode where I talk about discovering my resilience, you will soon know that, no, I'm not stronger than the next person. No, I am not better than someone who can't do the things that I'm doing. We're just different. I've just found a different way of getting things done and achieving things. And it isn't about being better than the next person. It's about competing with yourself, so to speak. So being better tomorrow than you were today. Having somewhere that you want to go and achieving it. Having a goal and an ambition and a way you want to live your life that you are satisfied with not wishing and living a life filled with regret. So something I heard this week, which really did, it's been a really, honestly, it's been a really incredible week. Something I heard that really did make me think. Now, we all hear about hell. We talk about hell, you know, religion always goes on about hell and that's where you're going to spend your time if you don't do this and this and this, blah, blah. I heard a new definition of hell, which really did make me think, wow, yeah, that's scary. There's, at the end of your life, actually seeing the person you could have been. Seeing a version of you that has achieved everything that you have ever wanted to achieve. Seeing the version of you that is the flipping awesome version, but looking from the perspective of where you sit now, and you're seeing the you you could have been. And the whole of eternity is spent thinking, that's what I could have done with my life. That's who I could have been. I mean, my goodness, when I think about the things that have happened in the past week in various countries, so many natural disasters from earthquakes and floods and the people who have lost their lives, each time I hear those stories, it's my, it's almost like a, a mini wake up call each time to say, you never know when your time is up. What are you going to do with your day to You know, how are you going to spend it? How are you going to live today that moves you forward tomorrow? Whether it's the people you spend time with, whether it's conversations I have. I mean, at the end of the day, The only time you have is the moment you're in now. You don't know what tomorrow brings. But what's worse is making changes to make other people happy. So you need to live your life. You need to be straight. We don't, you shouldn't be gay, you shouldn't be queer, you need to be straight. That's not going to make you happy. If you are those things, it's not going to make you happy to try and not be that. That's what's made so many of us miserable. Over the years, especially earlier in our lives, when we know we're queer but we're not seeing people like us around, or the messages that we're receiving is, "You shouldn't be this way. There's something wrong with you. You need fixing." Spending your days and your time trying to please other people is not what moves your life forward. You have to take hold of those elements that you want to achieve and do that. Moves that. Bit forward like the eight percent they're not special then there's nothing unique about them the 92 that have the 92 percent that have not achieved the things that they wanted to do are the ones that are not doing anything about getting those things done and I'm not saying it's easy it's hard it's bloody hard work getting up every day and moving forward even for the things that you want to do and I know I talk about this often but it's I think it's because some of the conversations I have, some of the things I hear, and I and I know how hard it can be. And it is difficult. And especially when you've got people saying, no, that's wrong, you shouldn't do that. If you're an artist, because I'm an artist, those of you who are creatives and artists, so whether you, you're a writer, you're a filmographer, whatever it is you do, doesn't matter. You will know when you do your research, there are people who were told, you shouldn't be doing that. No, no one's going to like that piece of artwork. That kind of writing isn't right. You know, the way you filmed that scene, oh, that's terrible and it's never going to work. There are so many examples in history where people have been told, no, you can't do that. You shouldn't do that. You need to do it like this. And they've gone ahead and done it anyway. And at the time, Yeah, they've received flack, they've had a hard time, you know, they've been told they're never going to amount to much because they're not doing things properly. And yet now it's like, oh my God, their work is amazing. Have you seen their skills, how they did this and how they did that and how fabulous they are? At the time, they will tell you the stories that they were told, the words that people actually said to them, the names they were called for doing things that were outside of the norm queer people, we're not outside of the norm. We are our norm. Everybody's body has its norm and that is normal for them. Some may say, yes, you are outside the norm because the majority of people are not queer. I think there's more queer people out there than are willing to admit. I can guarantee you there are a lot of straight people out there that have fancied somebody of the same gender, have been attracted to someone of the same gender, but dare not admit it. You know what? It does not matter. It does not matter at all. What matters is making sure you take your life by the horns and make it what makes you happy, living your life in a way that is powerful. I mean, I do talk about this a lot. And I suppose, you know what? I think it's because I do Look back at things I've done over the years. When I look back and think, especially when I used to go to church, you know, I do look back and I think, I just feel like it was such, so many years of my life has been wasted. So much has been wasted doing what other people expected me to do. No wonder I was so flipping miserable and had a breakdown. No wonder my life was not working because I wasn't living true to myself. I wasn't. Who I am. I developed a saying not long ago, and it went like this Don't let the people who don't matter matter too much. Don't let the people who don't matter matter too much. I have this tendency sometimes to just, and I know it's not unique to me. People do it all the time. So many of us do it all the time. So, for example, You've had an argument with somebody. Thankfully, I don't have many arguments. Very rare. I just can't be bothered. You have an argument or disagreement with someone. And then when you walk away, you think of all the things that you could have said and you would have said and should have said, and you just chew it over. It's like that. I know it's a horrible analogy, but it's like that gristle that you're eating that never goes away. You keep chewing and it's never gone. And you just keep chewing it over constantly, over and over and over. And it ends up being this whole flipping saga in your head that didn't happen. And I have had the tendency to let people who don't matter matter a bit too much. And trying to please, trying to be this people pleaser. You know, I, I've i talked about friendships I've had in the past that I've erased and deleted. And walked away from because they were no good for me they you know I allowed I wouldn't say they made me do anything I would say I allowed their behavior to manipulate and change mine which wasn't in my best interest fortunately I had the courage and presence of mind to do some deleting on that point I bought this book when it first came out so this is Janet Street Porter 2008, this book came out. Flipping love it. But let me read to you something she says about friendships. Just funny. I think it's funny. I like it. Now, this is mm. ring number nine. Define the limits of friendship. Do not let friends take over your life and boss you into doing things you don't want to do. If they ask you to an event you can't face, just graciously decline claiming you're doing something else. If they are going to invite you to supper, don't feel you have to cook for them in return if you're too busy. Arrange to meet in a wine bar or cheap diner where you can pay when you want. Don't feel guilty. You need time by yourself but you need time with friends too. Make sure you keep a balance. Now I'm sure and you can tell me in the comment if You've experienced this, where someone's invited you somewhere and you really didn't want to go, but you were too afraid to say, no, I don't want to go. Because often we feel like we have to give a reason. Oh, the reason I don't want to come is this. If you don't want to go, we should be able to say, no, thank you. Do I need to explain why I just don't want to go? But we feel like We need to... I don't know if it's a a British thing or if it's just a human thing, to be honest. We feel like we've got to give an explanation. Why do we need to explain why we don't want to go? I don't want to come around for dinner. I don't want to go clubbing. Why should we have to explain? I don't know why we feel like, oh no, I don't want to go because... You know what? We need to be able to just say, no, I just want a quiet night in. Oh, but that's really boring. You shouldn't have to do that. We shouldn't have to explain ourselves. We need to be able to live our life by our own rules. We need to be able to do what works for us. Sometimes you just don't want people's company. Sometimes I don't want my own company. There is nothing I can do about that. But sometimes I don't even want to spend time with myself, let alone going out clubbing. I still remember a time I went clubbing with some friends. I flipping hated it. It was boring. The music was rubbish. I don't know. Some nights it's great, but this one particular night, it was awful. It really was horrible. I just, I don't know. And I remember saying, I'm going to go home. I must have only been out about 90 minutes, something like that, because I remember getting home before 10. That's how bad it was. And you know what? My then friend was really angry I am not kidding she was not happy at all but you know what she's really a friend she should say oh that's a shame okay I'll catch up with you next week whatever I wasn't the only one out now we need to be able to live our lives our way one thing I do like about Janet Street Porter is you know what she just doesn't mince a word she just says what she's got to say and If you ever can find this book to read, if you know someone who has it, and you can borrow it or, I don't know, just buy your own copy. It really just lays out for you, you know what? Life is too short to be living by other people's rules, waiting for them to validate your very existence. Now, when I think about the true nature that could be hell, when I actually think about that, when I think about the true version of hell, I do think I really don't want to spend my life living in a way that isn't in line with who I am, having to be what other people think you should be. sometimes fear can lead you in the right direction now, okay, if you're going to go bungee jump in, if you're going to go and jump out of a plane, fear is absolutely understandable. I completely get it, but more often than not, when we want to do something, but we're too scared. We're in no danger whatsoever, but we're so afraid. Our heart is racing. We are terrified and we're, in, we're under no threat at all. But one thing I've definitely learned is my happiness, my greatest happiness comes at the other side of that fear. So when I step forward and I push through and I'm flipping worried, I'm bloody terrified. I'm thinking, what are people going to say? then I'm like, you know what, keep going. And I have begun to train and teach myself to keep going. And it's not easy. It may look like or sound like I make it, that it's really easy. I make it easy. But it isn't. It's very difficult. Each time I come across something that starts my heart racing, the one thing I have learned is, you know what, when I get on the other side of that, nothing happens nothing explodes nothing burns i don't die i i'm not going to melt i'm not going to fall apart my limbs aren't going to drop off all that's happened is i've moved my set point forward and now i've grown that much more you know we don't feel fear when everything is all snuggly cuddly where everything is all comfortable If your life is, if our lives are always feeling comfortable, we're never going to explore all the things that we can be. And we are never going to discover those great things about us that is that there. There's so much about us that is amazing, that is awesome, that is fabulous. And we cannot wait for other people to tell us that. We have to learn to discover that for ourselves. And I know it's scary, but the moment you say, you know what, I just don't need other people directing my life. I have to steer my ship. I am the one that's at the helm. I have to guide and direct who I am and where I'm going. I think I've mentioned before, one of the things I've always wanted to do is travel, but I haven't traveled. Um, I haven't gone to the place I really would love to go to. There are some places I wouldn't go to now, but there's a lot that I haven't done, a lot of traveling there a lot of places i just haven't seen but i am stepping out my comfort zone this year and making those changes to make that happen am i nervous yeah i am nervous my passport's here now though so i'm super happy about that but i am nervous but there's always going to be someone that is going to tell me that what i do is not enough or that i can't travel or You know, you shouldn't do this or you shouldn't go here and you shouldn't go there or you should go here. You know, I'm going to make it my rules my way. I, when I go, I'm not a beach person. I'm going to make sure I explore and see the culture and see the place and try new things because all that can happen from that is that I will grow and have experiences. If you could think of an experience you would love to have, what would that be? Let me know in the comments, what would your experience be? What would you love to to see? Where would you love to go? What would you love to do? I mean, gosh, life is so, so powerful. It's so beautiful. It's scary. There's so many opportunities. There's, it's fabulous. And the only person that can make it even more beautiful is you. You're the only one that can turn your life into the thing you want it to be. And I really hope you get to achieve that. When I read Janet's book, I am not joking. The woman cracks me up. She is proper funny, really funny. And I know she drives some people, but I think she's great. I really do. And here's another one for you. I've got to read you this one because this is something that many of us, we've all been here or most of us have been here where we think no one's going to love us because we're not good enough. Listen to what she says. The first thing to remember is that no matter how self critical you may be, how loathsome you may find your body, someone out there will always fancy what? That's Look at that. Oh, that was so funny. I've had times when I, oh my God, I can't even tell you how many times I've thought, no, no one's ever going to love me. I know I'm not the only one. I don't believe for a second that's unique to me because I know it isn't. Why? Because other human beings experience that too. I've had friends say, oh yeah, I'm never going to find anybody. I know we all think that at some point. But when I read that, I just thought that was great. And it's true. No matter how ugly or horrible you think your body is, someone is going to fancy the pants off you. Someone may say, oh no, you're never going to be good enough. No, that's not true. What they're saying is they're not good enough. When it comes to your life, take hold of it and treasure it and appreciate it. Do whatever you need to to reach that point where you can say, you know what? My life is awesome. My life is beautiful. I love who I am. It has taken me a long time to love, respect and appreciate my body and who I am. A five foot ten black woman with five size nine feet. You know, it has taken me a long time. And that's only because of societal attitudes and bigotry that have taken me a long time to get there. I wasn't born with those negative attitudes. You were not born with negative attitudes. These are things that we are taught. These are things that we are trained to adopt. You know, I know a lot of you will have had experiences at school that were less than conducive to mental well-being and good health. We've all experienced at some point the bully from the teacher to fellow students and then you read things in the paper or in a magazine or you hear stuff on the TV about the kind of people we are. Whether you're queer, whether you're black, whether you're trans, whether you're gay, doesn't matter. We have all heard things from people that have told us about who and what we are. The fact is, you can take hold of the bits you want to keep and you can delete the rest. You can throw it all out or you can adopt everything they say about you. My advice would be to kick the whole knot to the curb and say, you know what, I am going to shape my life my way. It's what I did. It's how I've reached the point I've reached today. Created artwork that some people are going to find uncomfortable, that people are going to think is um, really shouldn't be shown or seen. But I think queer bodies are beautiful. So it's the artwork I'll create. They don't like it. Don't look. I'm not going to change it. Be yourself. Be who you are and learn. by the way of learning to love who you are don't let people who don't matter matter too much you only have one time to be here don't waste it on trying to please everyone and do not wait for permission to be who you are I'm Denver Shy and don't forget connection start with open conversation